0: We are recording. Hello everyone, and welcome to the Poxford Podcast. I said it right, Tess. And uh, this is your host Will speaking as usual. And um, Tessa is with me today, a lady who who needs no introduction. I, I'm sure many of many of the listeners are familiar with you, Tess. Yeah, you work at the school. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Good. They're familiar
1: with me.
0: Yes. Yeah. And and what courses do you teach at the school, then, Tess? Remind me, because um, I haven't seen you in three months.
1: I know we haven't seen each other for <laughs>
0: ages.
1: Yeah. Um, yes, a mixture between um, pet and kit, and advanced, and um, various individual lessons. Yeah. And yes, I've been involved with the school now for about two years.
2: Two years, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And how and, are you coping with uh, Zoom? Certain-
1: it certainly is a very interesting uh experience being online
0: oh yeah completely different, um, completely, different.
1: completely different and technology is never my favorite medium <laughs> but um it's been a good challenge and um i've managed yes
0: that's great tess i mean i i was talking with someone the other day i can't remember who and it's become the normality now, hasn't it? Teaching on Zoom is, is normal. Yeah. I've, I've forgotten all my, my classroom techniques.
1: Yes, and in fact, it's all about let's Zoom.
0: Let's Zoom. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's good. You know, it works. I think it's, it's, it's doable, provided, you know, <laughs> the, 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 the giver and the receiver have good internet connections because that can be a problem. I have one student whose internet connection is awful. And I, I do feel sorry for them when, you know, you can't give them a good experience when their internet connections up and down.
1: <laughs> and, and I love the fact that now and again, we all freeze. And I know. I did have one factor. experience, which was very amusing, in mm. um, sending young students to the breakout room. Yeah.
2: Okay. And
1: then I shut the breakout rooms before they'd come back. So they got lost. And in the EFA, Luckily, they were young enough to, to find their way out. back because they're all so good at technology.
2: Yeah. Yeah. they are some it,
1: amusing, amusing times on, on Zoom. And yeah. At least we're all in the same boat and everybody somehow manages.
0: Somehow manages. I, I think uh, people are, you know, they're, they're patient. I think yeah. people have learnt to be more patient and everyone's in the same boat. We have to just learn to get through it, you know, put, put up with a stubborn internet connection and uh just teaching and, and learning in a different in a different way, a completely different way. I certainly yeah. never did any online stuff before now. Never. No. So for me I, mean, it was... I would
1: I would avoid it like the plague. Mm. Um, oh absolutely, it's, Tess, yeah. Not my... I much yeah. prefer being face to face.
0: Oh, absolutely. That's it. I think yeah. I lose ninety percent of my charm <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> Definitely, bro.
2: So,
0: def- I know. Yeah, I'm. I'm a vacant husk of a man now because I don't sleep. <laughs> I don't sleep anymore. <laughs> I'm not allowed to sleep. My neighbors don't let me sleep. So that's <laughs> that. So Tess, you've been here for two years. I know. I know yeah. this information. But play, uh, tell tell our um tell our listeners. So you were where before you came to Italy two years ago?
1: um i have been actually in italy since 2000 and end of 2011 right but between 2016 and 2018 i did go and live in london Mm. so these last two years i've been been back in italy but originally i'm i'm actually from south africa the accent the accent is uh, not british or
0: yeah not or, quite as welsh as mine
1: yes in fact it's always <laughs> a very amusing question for um people when i first start lessons with them to guess where i'm from and normally we have a geography lesson
0: yeah that's good i because do the same I do the same.
1: to go around the world to <laughs> look out where i'm from and normally yeah. south africa is the bottom of the list
0: well you you kind of you 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 asked me where do you think where do you think I'm from? When we first met test. do you remember? And I was thinking, oh, Australia. Yeah. Uh, but I can't believe I didn't get South Africa sooner.
2: Um,
0: yes. Because I, to me, you don't have that strong, strong South African accent that I'm familiar with on, from film and TV. No, I,
1: I definitely have more of a neutral accent. So Yeah, more that's it.
0: That's it. What else do you get up to then when you're not teaching?
1: Well, I I have a huge interest in art because that's one of the things that I did uh, after school. In fact, I was in Florence for two years straight after school. And I I basically um, was in a private art studio doing uh, classical painting and drawing. And I also um, trained as a yoga teacher at that time. So when I went back to South Africa, I actually taught yoga for many years. And then, interestingly, I discovered another amazing educational process called the Alexander Technique, which I then trained in. And... um this I still teach, and okay. it's uh,
0: so. So is, that, so, so is it kind of is it related to a yoga then, Tessa? Explain a little bit. No, more it's about...
1: interesting because it's not it's not an exercise and it's not a therapy. It's much more educational.
2: All right, okay. But you
1: are working through the body. Yeah. So sometimes people think that it is. A form of of exercise. Exercise Mm. related. Mm. Mm. But in fact, even though you are using movement, you are basically educating people. Mm. Uh, So you come for a lesson. Yeah. And um, it's teaching people how to sort of use themselves well in in life, in everything that
0: they do. I've talked about this with you before, Tess. the Alexander Technique. And um, I I remember you talking about um, something, uh, I think it was posture. Definitely, Something to con- do with that.
1: Yeah, definitely conscious of that. Definitely mm. not shoulders back mm. uh, because then we, <laughs> we hold ourselves up. Yeah. It's far more of a, f- a process of freeing yourself posturally. Okay. So definitely, but it's much more dynamic than taking up a posture. Okay, which can uh, sound more be something that's more fixed.
0: Right, I see. I see.
1: So, um, so
0: yes. Sorry, so, so, so how would how would a, how would a lesson go then with you? If I wanted to, if I wanted to have a little trial lesson, how would this work? What would how would you introduce it? How do you how do you? Well, you
1: definitely of... work through very very simple movements that we use every day, which okay. are essentially standing, moving to sitting, walking. Yeah. And even uh, lying down. I mean, those are your very simple movements that we all do every day. And within that, through uh, voice, through speaking, but also with uh, using my hands, with Mm. touch, you give a person an experience of how to do these things in, in a better, freer way. Because a lot of us build up, habits over the years of course, um, yeah. like for, for example i mean even in this these times that are so demanding sitting at computers and Zoom. <laughs> yeah so, yeah you know, how do we sit how do we use ourselves um it's extremely useful exactly. for um
2: for relaxation
1: there's, there's, and that,
0: that ties in with a question that ties in with a question we had um from actually from last week's winner stefan who asked and we did not i didn't ask the question then, but. He said, what is the best way to remain calm in this period? And perhaps this Alexander Technique is, helps stay calm, helps you keep calm, helps you get through the tough times, right, Tess? Yes. It's like definitely. a meditation. It's like a kind of constant meditation.
1: Well, I, I think there's a, you can make the connection to meditation through the fact that it's like an active meditation.
0: Yeah, I see.
1: In the sense that there is, when we do lying down work, um, mm. it's something that you can definitely do on your own besides mm. having a teacher. And in fact, I use it regularly. I've worked with people through the lockdown, doing it online.
2: Great. That's great.
1: To uh, understand what it means to literally lie down, but you're not, you're not relaxing in the sense no. of um, after an exercise mm. session like yoga is normally the position of Savasana where you relax. This is much more, we could call it an active rest. Okay. Where you, you learn to come back to more, more of a balanced resting place right. uh, yourself okay so you're working psychophysically it calms the mind calms the body and it's almost like pressing a reset button it's a Mm. bit like when you need to reboot your computer
0: yes yeah you you
1: actually switch off but you're Mm. not falling asleep
0: yeah
1: um and you you definitely uh Reboot your 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 whole your, system.
0: Your system, yeah. So I, I, I'm someone that kind of likes to work out relatively often, test when I can, and uh, I feel um you know stiff some days, in my arms, my legs, my 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 my, my core, or chest, or whatever. So would this be would this be kind of meditative? Would it would it help muscle regeneration? You know, say after a, a, a session of exercise where you feel sore the next day, you could lie down and just meditate on this, yeah, through the, through the technique? It would be good yes, for that?
1: Yes, uh, definitely. In fact, it's used a lot even for things like running. Oh, okay. Teacher, Alexander teachers who, who, for instance, their interest is running and mm. they apply the principles to running,
2: mm-hmm.
1: especially with something like muscular movement where you can tend to do it with a lot of tension yeah. and tightening. Yeah. This helps you to understand how to how to move, how to exercise in a way that you're working with muscle length as opposed to stressing out the body uh, with too much tension. And then you could even do a lying down practice before you do sport or after sport where you actually have a a preparation time because it's very preventative. It Mm. helps you to understand how to work preventatively with yourself. Yeah. And then obviously afterwards, it's, it allows you to release perhaps mm. where you've built up tension. It also is addressing hugely the issue of where we hold a lot of tension around our neck, shoulder, head, mm. back. So from a, a treatment point of view, it's hugely useful for any of those ailments. And right. I think a lot of us struggle with tension I mean, yeah. you get people talking about, oh, my neck's so sore, my back so sore. Yeah. And this definitely, uh, you know, honestly, a little practice of about 15 minutes a day, less yeah. or more, um, yeah. lying down and understanding how to to work with the principles yeah. is hugely useful for all those sort of things. And then generally the the relief from stress, because I think at the yeah. moment our nervous systems are strung out. Yeah there's a global pandemic it's it's a huge thing for for the whole world and yet individually each one of each one of us is is struggling with uh you know Mm. those sort of tensions inside of ourselves which which we label as stress
0: so it's called the alexander technique test um why alexander
1: Alexander was an amazing man. In fact, he discovered this—he what he he discovered these principles um, because he had problems with his voice. He was actually just an actor, and when he realized what uh, he was doing with himself by observing himself in a mirror, he he came to understand that if he worked with himself in a freer way, um, he relieved um, these problems in himself with. Mm with his breathing, with his yeah. voice, yeah. and that's how the principles evolved. He, right. was, he was basically.
2: So he, those F. principles
1: M. are,
0: are his are, 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 are originally. He didn't base that on off anything else, off, off, no, off, off you, his your, own okay. discovery, of his own right. So does it have a big following, Tess? How many practitioners are there? How many trainers are the teachers are there of this? I mean, it's not it's not really so well known necessarily, is it? It's, it's not it's something very, you can easily it's, like find. Uh, and do.
1: It's, it's not very well known because no. it doesn't fit into a particular box mm. in the sense that it's not your typical therapy that everybody knows, like physiotherapy or, you know, all those. It, it doesn't fit into exercise because it's, it's not a, a sport or, no. uh, or yoga yeah. or anything like that. It's very much educational. That's yeah. its umbrella.
0: It's kind of philosophy it. almost. Eh? There's a huge yeah. philosophy
1: yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. Huge philosophy. Um, and it's something which uh, is very individually um, based. Mm-hmm. When, when you teach it, you could introduce it through a workshop with a, with a group of people. But essentially your experience is individual. So you okay. work one-on-one with the teacher.
2: Great.
1: I've been, as I say, I've been doing um, online um, lying down practice with groups mm-hmm. of people. Um, but your, your real experience... That yeah. you can integrate in your own body yeah. comes from the hands on mm. individual work with the teacher. It's, it
0: sounds great. It sounds great. <laughs> All right, that's great. So um, I forgot to mention <coughs> that this is the South African special, of course, but most of our guests do come from various parts of the world. Uh, last time was um, Canadian chap Raphael and you are south african test and i think what we should do to, to to explore that is go to the questions we do have okay. questions Great. it's a miracle how we get questions every every couple of weeks but there <laughs> we go <laughs> um yeah let's move on Tess. right yeah. so i understand you do not have them in front of you so you're going to rely on me for this one Tess. all right let's have a look this is one for you well the most of them are for you Tess, because i think basically <laughs> people forget about me uh, they're more interested in the guest. <laughs> so we, this one is a, is, is a good one, nice and simple, I think. Now, I'm going to butcher the pronunciation here. Okay, so Zee Fonseca. Sorry, Zee okay. Fonseca. She says, or he says, again, I'm sorry. How many languages are spoken in South Africa? Tessa, over to you.
1: Okay, very interesting, because South Africa is actually called the Rainbow Nation because there are just so many different uh, cultures mm. and races and um, basically there are 11 official languages wow and plus there are more unofficial languages which i don't even know that possibly
0: be i mean there's going to be some african native languages in there There's going to be yeah. dutch to french start, uh, english german That's
1: yes those are all no those are all the sort of european, european languages,
2: languages yeah.
1: but basically there are a lot of different african languages yeah, yeah, yeah they've made 11 of them sort of official but when you go around south africa probably in terms of notices and signs yeah. and uh, whatever on on buildings and so on or you you will find probably four Okay. Maybe five. Definitely Mm. Zulu,
2: which is
1: the highest spoken language. Yeah. Or Koza, which is second highest. That was the language of Mandela. Or Afrikaans, which was the Afrikaners, which was very much, uh, very big in the time of apartheid. Hmm. Or, funny enough, English, which yeah. is only, which is actually quite a small um, majority, and yet it is the official language of the country in okay. the sense that everybody will speak English.
0: Right. Well, there you go. There, a question yeah. answer. That's fabulous. I, yeah, yeah. I, was, I, was, I, I didn't know that about Zulu. That's fascinating. Question from the same person, mm. Yeah, uh, the sports in South Africa. Rugby, football and cricket are popular. Which one do they prefer down there?
1: Okay. Without a doubt, rugby is a religion. It is, it is loved by all people. I think, um, and also Mandela put it on the map very much uh, um, for the whole nation in 95. Okay. Was
0: where, he a big fan himself?
1: Well, it was a way he used it hugely to unite okay. the country. Yeah, right, it's a, it's At
0: tool,
2: the time
1: yeah. of uh, winning the Rugby World Cup in South Africa in '95, he hmm. wore the captain's uh, shirt. And uh, that was an amazing moment for, for the country. So rugby, yes, rugby is a winter sport. And definitely cricket is very, very popular as well, but it's obviously more of a summer sport. Football is also very, very popular, um, but probably it was only majorly highlighted when we hosted the World Cup in Hmm. 2010. That was uh it was very big in the nation then, but uh, it doesn't have as huge a following as as rugby. All
0: right Tessa, (laughs) last last one um from Zeh. Um tell me funny South African words or expressions, Tessa. Things like lecker, bra, robots, brew, (laughs) um, and baki and boki and is it?
1: okay it's very it's very interesting the the South African words because sometimes I find when i 'm teaching mm-hmm. I have to actually check myself because I actually don't know whether I'm using a South African word or whether this this is uh, british English mm-hmm. or, and we all we all know that there can be confusion between American English and British English, but now and again I have to check whether i 'm actually Not using South African language. (laughs) And so I know my students, we often have a laugh about um, different words. For instance, flip-flops that you wear in summer in South Africa are called slip slops. Ah. Um, But yes, there are a lot of different words. Robots.
0: Slip slop makes
1: more
0: sense. Slip slops, yeah. Robots slips. Flip, yeah. Robot
1: Robot is a traffic light. Is it really? It's a traffic light. So you must stop at the robot.
0: Oh, cool. That's cool. Yeah. I'm going to start calling them robots.
1: Um, Is it because they
0: have some kind of resemblance to a robot monster or something? Where did that come from?
1: They tell you what to do.
0: Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, Um, that's good. I like that.
1: But for instance, the word lecker.
0: Well, that's Dutch. It means nice. It means tasty. It means good
1: connected to uh, dutch
0: yeah
1: yeah there's definitely that i mean you can probably even hear when i speak I, i'm often not saying yes i'm saying yeah because of the, the dutch, dutch afrikaans yeah. uh
2: influence
1: yeah yeah okay google <laughs> is interesting because it comes from uh, the word brother which in Afrikaans, and of course, that is your mate, that is your mm. friend, <laughs> yeah. that is your, your brew or your bro. Uh, Bucky is quite interesting, it's actually a small truck, and they normally are open at the back.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: okay. Boki mm. can be a term of endearment for a girl,
0: uh, okay,
1: but it's related to uh, bok, which is a type of deer in South Africa. Oh, okay. So, for instance, our rugby emblem is the, spring, the springbok. So, it's, it's a type of buck, you would say, in England, yeah. Yeah, in yeah. England but uh, bok in Afrikaans. So, oh. for instance, the rugby team is called the bokka. Okay. But bokki is like a, almost a term of endearment,
0: often okay.
2: for a girl.
0: Right. Um, Enrico Moura asks, what is the relationship of South Africans with weapons? Is it true that almost everyone owns a gun? Um, is it so easy to suffer a robbery? And, in, in, and more generally, can South Africa be considered a safe country? So firearms, basically. <laughs> firearms, yes. <laughs> firearms.
1: <laughs> okay, many, many people do own guns, yes. Mm. The gun laws are, are, very, are pretty strict. Mm. Okay? You have to have various licensing and so mm. on to mm. keep them. Um so they try and control it the yeah. The problem is that, yes, people do have them, and they also like to steal break into houses right. to get uh, more, more
0: guns right oh, god
1: um so to answer the question around violence and so on, yes, there's a lot of violence in South Africa there's a lot yeah. of crime, yeah. you have to be very careful um. Anything can happen. Mm-hmm. So generally speaking, it's not particularly safe. No. There are high levels of crime. It also does depend on the areas you're yeah. in.
0: Do the criminals prey on tourists, uh, Tess?
1: Um, I think they go. They can prey on anyone, mm-hmm. South Africans mm-hmm. included. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I, I saw a, 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 a great, well, horrible, but great documentary by Louis Ferrou, famous British um, journalist, uh years ago and he visits uh, johannesburg he goes down there and he visits uh, the city and uh, he spends time with the police and the undercover police and their busts that seem to make no real sense apart from just to prey on the black guys <laughs> which is just horrible and he's he's kind of uh witness to a little firefight in an apartment block and everything and uh, he, he has conversations with um Criminals, murderers, essentially. Ask them why they do it. You know, what did they do? And they very matter-of-factly tell him, you know, oh, I just do it. I like crime. I enjoy crime. Or what else can I do? Said, I've, I, and, and these people have just come out of prison, and you know, they've yes. been there for four years. They've come out and they're straight, <laughs> straight back into the streets to make trouble. It's absolutely horrendous.
1: Yeah, I think because we've got such an extreme society in South Africa, big divides between rich and poor. Yeah. Um, people do resort to crime yeah, in order horrible. to live. The unfortunate thing is, it can tend to be violent. Mm. So it's one thing to to steal because you you need something or yeah. whatever your reason is. Um, but the pro- problem is the violence that goes with with it. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: Shocking. Has it has it, it imp- has, has it got better, Tess? I mean, like, has it improved over the years, or is it remain is it remaining? stable in terms of levels of violence and hostility and, and racism too i mean it has, no it, i think
1: it, i think it's uh, pretty pretty much the same much if the same. not possibly worse everybody is is i know when i go back to visit south africa i immediately
0: yeah.
1: shift into south african mode of being on high alert
0: oh crikey Sounds um, relaxing, Ter. <laughs> Lovely.
1: I think it's just part of how you how you live there. You've got to, you've just got to be very very careful.
0: Sounds like new. So, for instance, when I drive,
1: night. when you drive your car, you you lock your doors, right? Because uh, oh. it's, it's safer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's horrible. That's that's not nice. I heard South Africans braai a lot. What yes, is yeah, braai?
1: What is okay. braai? Braai is often people ask like you ask in any country. So what 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 is your the food of the country? And because we're such a mixed nation, mm. you've got Malay food, which comes from, you know, Indonesia, that side mm. of the world, mm. um, Malaysia. Um, and you've got influence of European food, French, right. Italian. You've got all these different influences of food. But probably every South, South African will talk about the national pastime, which is a braai, or the official word braai flace, okay. which is an Afrikaans word. And if you break it down, it means to barbecue meat.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, fleece is yeah. kind flace of Dutch. Yeah. Meat.
1: And braai is to barbecue or to grill. And it's all done outdoors. We have a very good climate in South Africa. Mm. So it's, whenever there's a rugby match, everybody meets up and has a braai. Mm. The other food which is eaten at that time is biltong, which is a type of dried meat.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, And burrovos, which is also a type of sausage Mm. which South Africans make. Is also cooked on the braai. Uh, you can also get a dried guravos, so okay. that's also like a dried meat sausage. Yeah, yeah. But brying is essentially the national pastime.
0: Is Johannesburg the capital of South Africa? It has three official capitals. What do you have to say about that?
1: Okay, Johannesburg you could almost call like a financial capital. It reminds, it makes me think a little bit of milan, milan
2: yeah.
1: where so much goes on economically mm. but essentially the government shifts between cape town and pretoria so it's six months in cape town six months in pretoria cape town was always seen as the mother city which because that's originally where the whole of south africa started um with the ships traveling around uh, mm. cape town so it it's it's a mixture
0: would you yeah. say Cape Town is safer, safer than Johannesburg?
1: It seems to be safer, but we've got areas of Cape Town which have probably got higher crime rates.
2: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> in certain areas. There are a lot of gangs. There's a yeah. lot of uh, gangs in those areas.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay. And
1: interesting now with um, the, the the virus, a lot of these gangs have actually... Worked to help the communities, which has been amazing. There's been some change. Really, in,
0: that's incredible. Some
1: of them know. are helping, helping people that are
0: struggling. Jeez. well, because I mean, like, probably shouldn't talk about this type of stuff on the podcast, but I, I understand that in, in, in Sicily, the mafia is having a great time profiting off the off the virus because they're basically lending out money to people who need it, and uh, they're obviously going to be expecting favors in return in the future.
1: Yeah. This, this is more just people helping people.
0: That's great. I mean, because that's, that's because encouraging patient, for humanity. They,
1: they're all very, very poor areas.
0: Mm, yeah. Well, it's yeah. Cre- that's great. That's, that's that's really good news. Best side. I mean, if only if, yeah. If only it would happen on a wider scale, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Fabulous, test. I'm just scoping for more questions, actually. There Eleanor Varlin. that's it. Eleanor ah. Valen asks, how would you describe the main cultural differences between Italy and South Africa?
1: I think, like, I started speaking about South Africa being called now a rainbow
2: nation.
1: We are so mixed culturally. It's very hard to define a particular culture. Like, um, one of the things that has come out post-apartheid, it came out around Nelson Mandela's time. It's called Ubuntu. And it means kindness. It means I am because we are. And it's 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 something which uh, is ingrained in African culture, uh, which I think is something which the nation aspires to, despite Mm -hmm. uh, all its difficulties. But that's probably uh, one of the main differences is Italy has an Italian culture, whether it's your food, your language, um, art history yeah. all the specifics yeah. we we're completely mixed yeah there was yeah. only one black race the Bushmen in south africa when um the dutch arrived in the cape um, and and since you know obviously people moving around you've got all these different mm. black cultures yeah. Then we've got a huge culture of indians in in the durban area because they came to work on the sugar plantations Mm. from india then you've got the malays from malaysia then all the europeans between french italian german mix everybody so there's no one real clear
0: yeah defined culture it's a lovely message though the ubuntu
1: uh ubuntu is a lovely
2: message yeah Um, despite yeah, it's all team
1: its team. difficulties and challenges it's yeah. and we you know since apartheid we've got a strong constitution which we hope
2: yeah yeah i i would i would love to
1: spend
0: more time talking about perhaps uh, the musical influence uh regarding the apartheid back in the day test because uh i know paul simon maybe peter gabriel
1: uh johnny clegg he was amazing he johnny joined clegg, up with yeah. a lot of uh, the zulu um sing well various south african singers but he became known for his zulu dancing uh, <laughs> it's a dance which they used to dance uh, all the mine workers when they would you know on the mm. gold mines in johannesburg yeah. it was called the gumboot dance yeah so boots, they, yeah. they if you watch Johnny Clegg yeah. uh, doing the gumboot dance and singing groups of black people, I mean, it's just yeah. it's just amazing. Yeah, um, yeah fabulous. The, the no. singing and the dancing in South Africa is is amazing. There's a yeah. lot of.
0: Have, have you ever heard of La- Lady, S- Lady Smith Black zoo I think yes, they that's are. It. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. They're great. They're great. They
1: They're were. Am I correct? They were with Paul Simon.
0: They were with Paul Simon. They did yeah. the um, They did the Graceland album with him. That's it. Great, okay then. So we have chosen our question of the week and that is the funny South African words and expressions from Z Fonseca. Hard name, hard name great to great pronounce. We're good question. <laughs> really good question, so thank you. And thank you for everyone as well for the, for the questions. Keep them coming. Um, congratulations, uh, Dzi. Okay, wonderful. All right, Tess, do you, do you know any jokes?
1: No, no, you're the joke teller.
0: <laughs> All right. So basically, <laughs> last week's joke was horrid. Horrid. Uh, despite being a popular podcast, the joke was Are horrid. Are
1: these called very, very corny jokes? I,
0: I, I decided to get, yeah, I've stopped that. This week I'm going directly to Jerry Seinfeld for, for my jokes. Are you familiar with Seinfeld, tests? You know, really? famous, yeah, Yeah.
1: I'm yeah, not a great follower, but I do There you know. go. Yeah. Everyone
0: I meet in my life does not like Seinfeld. But I'm going I'm to go with it anyway. Seinfeld is my favorite sitcom. And um, Jerry Seinfeld is a great comedian. I don't really like stand-up, but um, he's fantastic. So I'm just ripping him off today. And uh, this, goes to, this goes to Jerry, not me. Okay, let me, let me dig it up. Okay. I have
1: to, can I butt in on you?
0: Go on, Tess, go on.
1: One of our best exports from South Africa is trevor noah trevor noah
0: trevor, noah. trevor yeah,
1: noah yes comedian if anybody connected to this trevor podcast noah. wants to okay Google, he is amazing
0: i'm googling him now okay he
1: even had all the mayors yeah um, from italy uh, okay. during the lockdown featured on his show he used it right. to- a clip from Italy because he thought it was the funniest thing. <laughs> but he is amazing and it's interesting because he's from Cape Town. Yeah. He's of mixed origin. Yeah. So he's uh, what we call a colored um, yeah. and and basically he's doing amazingly in America. He does the daily show. Okay. If anybody wants some amusing entertainment, follow Trevor
0: Noah. All right, okay then. So this is, this is just taken from one of Jerry's uh, stand-ups. Okay, here it goes. This has always been one of my favorites. Okay, so he says, according to most studies, people's number one fear is public speaking. <laughs> number two is death. Death is number two. Does that sound right? This means that to the average person if you go to a funeral, you're better off in the casket Than doing the eulogy, (laughs) which is true. (laughs) Oh, great! Very good. It's nice. I like Jerry. There we go, guys. That was the joke of the week. Somewhat better than last time. (laughs) Have you any anything else to add at all?
1: No, I just. All I'd like to add is I think uh, going through this whole uh, process at the moment with uh, lockdown and. teaching online and how everybody's managed through through the school but but generally mm. um it, it makes me I don't know pretty proud of what everybody's mm. uh, managed.
2: Yeah.
1: And uh yes, look forward to seeing people in the flesh again.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, providing that soon there isn't another wave. I think yeah people have pulled together if you can if you
2: yes. could say that <laughs> but yeah absolutely. no it's interesting because
1: i i do have um relatives uh, family from italy so
2: yeah
1: i do, do have that uh background yeah and uh, understanding what's happening in south africa or around the world or or everywhere you know different experiences yeah, yeah. I think Italy's done amazing work.
2: I
0: completely well, agree. I completely agree with that. To, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I'm pretty embarrassed to be British the last few years anyway, but after the COVID reaction, I'm just just ashamed to be British. Um, yeah. I don't think they've handled it well at all. And you only have to look at the, the amount of deaths to just, uh, yes. to, to, to back that up. Uh, so yes, congratulations to the Italians for, for handling it well. I yeah, think, exactly. definitely thank you everyone thank you very much for listening i apologize for being so sleepy today um
1: thank you so much and good to chat with everybody and yeah.
0: uh, thanks thank you for giving your a bit of
1: south africa
0: that's it yeah your insights into south africa thank you very much okay guys we'll see you on the next show thank you bye-bye bye-bye guys bye-bye, bye-bye.